Hey, welcome to the Echo Youth Podcast, where we're going to talk about the Bible, how it applies to our daily lives, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. My name is Brett Westerfield, and my wife and I are the youth pastors of Echo Youth Ministries at South Coast Christian in San Juan Capistrano, California. And I'm joined today by one of our youth leaders, Ben Wallace. Let's get it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back uh, to the Echo Youth Podcast. This is week two, um, and as you heard on the intro, I'm Brett, and with me is Ben. Say what's up, Ben. What's up, guys? Sweet. So, um, like we said, this is week two, so it's it's actually important if you're um, just joining us right now um, to um, go back and listen to episode one or to uh, download the Capacity Student Leadership Bible Plan in the Uversion app. Um, because we're kind of following along with this plan. You can jump on day two and listen to this one, but um, if you want to get the full effect of the reading plan, you should probably start at week one. So, uh, yeah, we're on day two of the plan, but week two of the podcast. And, uh, Ben, why don't you let everybody know kind of how the, what the layout's going to be of today, and then we'll just jump right into it. All right, guys. So it's pretty similar back to week one. We're going to start off, just quick little intro, and we're going to go into, uh, we're going to recap that Bible plan. We're going to recap what, uh, in this case, day two, week two for the podcast peeps, what we went over in that day. And I'm going to, I'm going to ask Brett a few questions and kind of go a little bit deeper based off what we found in that reading plan, kind of bring things to our lives and just kind of make it a little bit more practical in that sense. And then after that, I think this week we got a little bit of a, a different game. We're going to draft again. But for this one, we're drafting the animals to make up your perfect battle royale team. Let's go. That's going to be hype. That's going to be a good time. <laughs> That's going to be super funny. So um, stay tuned for that. And uh, sweet. So right now, let's get right into the, um, the reading plan and just kind of explaining what it is. Um, so if you haven't read it yet, pause right now and go to uh, Capacity Student Leadership and read day two. Um, and then once you're back, you're back. Actually, I'll give you a second. Come back. Okay, and Time's you're back. Up. So <laughs> now we're back. Uh, okay, so um, let, let's talk about this a little bit. So basically, um, th- this reading plan is uh, kind of a devotional geared towards um students and their leadership capabilities and things like that so week one was great um and week two we have two different sets of scriptures again and so let's just kind of talk about those and what um this bible plan is is wanting us to get out of that so the first one is um mark 10 42 through 44 and i'll just both of them are pretty short so i'm just going to read them today if that's if that's cool with you guys um but uh so it says and jesus called to called them to him and said to them, you know that those who are considered rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever be first among you must be slave of all. Um, So this is kind of a weird um, text and um, kind of verbiage, because we don't really use a lot of these words anymore obviously like yeah. especially slave we're not going <laughs> to describe yeah, anybody as that anymore. anymore it's not yeah. <laughs> not really how society's going but um which is great um but basically what this is saying and what the 
the devotional is telling us is basically that leadership isn't a, about um, making people submit under your authority or mm-hmm. or giving rule over them or letting them know, hey, this is my job, listen to me. And I think um, everybody who's been a leader has had maybe those thoughts or even it's come out. I know for me a couple of times I'm like, Hey, everybody listen up. And sometimes <laughs> it's, sometimes it's, it's, it's needed if like chaos is happening. But for the most for part, sure. um, what this is, is kind of saying is that, um, to lead, we must serve. And that's kind of what Jesus did as he, yeah. um, came down uh, to earth. He, he didn't come as the Messiah. They thought he was going to be, um, kind of tradition what or traditionally they, the Jewish people thought that the Messiah would be kind of like a, um, a government leader and, and he would like, uh, fight wars and, 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 um, free them from kind of Roman rule and things like that in the empire and all that. And so Jesus came as a baby in a manger and then (laughs) lived his life. Carpenter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he, uh, just was kind of a humble guy and he, and he was a servant and he, and he loved people. So it was kind of, Jesus is kind of showing us what it means to be a leader and, and, mm-hmm. and what that is is different um, than what society tells us. The other thing about this scripture, um, just a little bit of context. So Jesus is talking in this scripture to uh, James and John because they asked him right before this, they asked him um, if they could sit at the right and left of him in glory. And so it's kind of a funny thing to ask because they're in front of all the other disciples. <laughs> just, hey, okay, we like to buy you. <laughs> exactly. So like they, they just go up to him and, and are like, hey, you know, we just want to be like blessed and highly yep. favored. You know what I mean? <laughs> <And> <laughs> We're just right by your side. Yeah. And so um, the other disciples, um, it even kind of mentions them being a little peeved about the whole thing. Yeah. And so Jesus is telling them like, hey, that's great, but that's not what like your goal should be like it, mm-hmm. it, it, the leadership and, and favor, um, in, in Christ doesn't look like that. And he also says in, in those, um, scriptures, he talks about like, Hey, are you willing to kind of make the sacrifices I've made? And are you will, yeah. willing to be baptized in what I've been baptized in? Um, different things like that. And meaning that Jesus, um, obviously we, um, we know, and if you don't know if, if this is your first time in any, um, interaction with the Bible or Jesus, but um, long story short, he died on the cross for our sins so that we could mm-hmm. live a life filled with grace. But basically, Jesus is asking these guys um, if they're <laughs> willing to do things of that sort. And so, um, yeah, so it's it's kind of heavy, um, but basically, yeah, that's what it, that's what it's saying. And in order to be a good um, leader, you should be able to serve. And we'll get more into that, I think, in the questions coming up soon. So let's go ahead and move on to the second set of scripture, which is Titus um, 1, 5 through 9, which is great because Titus actually isn't really, um, it's kind of one of the forgotten letters. I feel like a lot of people aren't like, hey, you should should read read Titus. Titus, Yeah, Yeah, it's like, hey, in our reading plan this week, uh, let's read Titus. But anyway, so um, so this is good. Basically, I'll, I'll read this one too. It says, This is why I left you in Crete, so that you might put what remained into order and appoint elders in every town as I directed you. If anyone is above reproach, the husband of one wife and his children are believers and not open to the charge of debauchery or insubordination, for an overseer as God's steward must be above reproach. He must not be arrogant or quick-tempered or a drunkard or violent or greedy for gain, but hospitable a lover of good, 
self-controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. He must hold firm the trustworthy word as taught so that he may uh, be able to give instruction in sound doctrine and also to rebuke those who contradict it. So this is kind of talking, not kind of, it's basically just laying out what behaviors and characteristics and different things like that that you're supposed Mm -hmm. to have being a leader. It's actually interesting because I I believe, um, I could be wrong, but I I think there's a very almost identical text in, I want to say it's 2 Timothy 4, um, which is also written by Paul. So this is Mm -hmm. kind of a big deal for him. Yeah. And... Uh, so in, in, in the turn, like in the, um, what am I trying to say in, in the eyes of kind of what this reading plan is looking at, which is student leadership, what is this saying? And it's basically, I think the reason they put it in and what it's saying is basically we should live a life that's kind of above reproach and that's admirable and um, that God will smile upon mm-hmm. and just so that we can um, and like we we kind of touched on it last week that the, the whole like faith without works is dead it's like we could accept Christ and we could want to be leaders in his church but if we aren't living a life that reflects that then it, it kind of puts a, a bad light onto that yeah. and um, some background on this um, text is Paul's writing this letter to um, Titus and I believe he's writing this after his first time being in um in prison in in rome and um titus is a gentile who was converted by paul so um and then um they it's uh generally thought that titus um kind of helped paul with a lot of his ministry and like delivering some of these letters Mm -hmm. um and things like that and so it's kind of cool that we're reading this because titus is um a convert after this whole thing's going on. So it's, it's kind of, you get to see how he would talk to a, an inside man. Yeah. And a, and a relatively new, uh, Christian things like that too. So that's kind of the background and the heart of the reading plan. So I think now we'll get into um, the five questions that I think it's five, right? Yep. I got five this week. Five questions. Firing back five strong. Hey now. So Ben wrote these up too. Like we said, feel free. If you have any questions while you're reading, Uh, please uh, message them to us on our Instagram accounts or on the Echo Youth Instagram account, which is at Echo Youth SCC. And uh, yeah, and so just let us know if you have any questions. We'll answer them on here. If not, then we'll make them up and they'll still be good. We'll go from there. Heck yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So let's jump into that. Kind of starting off you what you just recapped. This is all, this whole week's kind of geared towards how to be a leader, what makes up a leader, what kind of characteristics should you have? Mm -hmm. Well, let's go, let's start off with like a a pretty broad question. What defines a leader? Cool. Um, I think very base level, a leader is someone who people want to (laughs) follow, you know? Yeah, for sure. And so, um, that, that, that's, it's very simple, but also it has a lot of implications. Um, Mm -hmm. Some people are leader types. Some people are follower types. Um, but a true leader is someone who naturally kind of pulls a following, if that makes sense. And so, um, but that that's just generally like basic thing. I would say a leader in the kingdom is someone who reflects 
the characteristics of Jesus well. And obviously yeah. none of us are perfect, so we're not going to do it of like course, yeah. super perfect, but, um, but it's leading by serving and it's leading by, um, loving and, and doing the things that, that Jesus would do, having empathy and, and like we talked about last week, going at the same pace as Jesus as, as best as we can. Yeah. So that's what I would say a leader is the short answer. I would totally <laughs> agree. I think a lot of, a lot of it also is just strictly your actions will speak for that. Exactly. Actions yeah, yeah. define a leader, in my opinion, mm-hmm. just based off the things of what we just read in the in scripture, yeah. and like how you're supposed to act and kind of maintain yourself. So, jumping on over to number two. Number two. What slash who can I lead? What slash who can I lead? Um. Okay, so for for future reference or just reference on this podcast, everything that um, we're going to be talking about is going to be through the scope of the Christian world worldview. Um, Cause you can obviously lead like a football team if you're like yeah. a team captain and stuff like that. And so that's cool. Mm-hmm. But what we're really talking about is leadership in the church. So with that being said, what or who can I lead? Um, I think spiritually leading is, is step number one. And so I think you start with, yourself actually um and and uh what i mean by that is you're not leading yourself really anywhere you're more so like teaching yourself to follow jesus well yeah and by doing that it leads you down the right path and, and then after that you can um there's super practical things like obviously if you're in a youth group or anything like that and you're in a student leadership program like you can lead a worship team you can lead um, the greeters, you can, you can read the hospitality team or outreach or anything like that. Um, but also you can lead any, but you can lead whenever you want in terms of like at school, you can lead your peers, show them what good character looks like. And so I think the best answer for like who or what can I lead is just the things that God puts right in front of you. Um, because I think God wants us all to lead. Um, he also really, really wants us to follow. So we have to get, I think, good at both. Um, and like I said, some are meant to lead more than others, but um, but we can all lead on a on a micro scale too. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And that go, that that was perfect answer. Goes straight into my third question. Let's go. I love it when it works out. So you spoke kind of about you can lead in in anything in mm-hmm. a way. So that goes straight into the third one. How how do I do that in a as a Christian going into a school setting, a work setting, or even oh, just like you just said in a church setting? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so how do I do that practically? So I think it like totally just depends on the atmosphere and the and the leadership skills that God has given you too. Um, that, that that's something we talked about last week, like passions and purpose and things like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you'll find yourself leading in areas that you are also gifted in, um, because and I was gonna say this actually at question one, but I forgot. Um, a lot about the one of the biggest things about leadership is just credibility too, and yeah. so um, you'll you'll naturally be followed if you're like good at something if that makes sense so like yeah if like ben if we if we got all the youth together to play hockey like they're obviously going to follow your lead because it's well known that you're good at hockey you know what i mean and so um i think that's that's one of the easiest ways to like get a head start on leading is find out what your like 
giftings are and where your talents are and start using those things for Christ and then bringing people alongside you to do that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can, you can lead in really all sorts of capacities at school. It could just be, um, leading the way in behavior, leading the way in how you, um, do your homework and your, in your grades and, and you can respect your teachers, but also you can lead by praying for people. Um, when, when you're noticing that they might be down or sticking up for, um, the kids being bullied, you know, all that kind of stuff at church. Um, it's leading the way in worship. That's a huge thing. And I'm I'm, I'm plugging it right now because I'm a worship leader, but (laughs) from, from a congregational standpoint, like it actually, for me as like a worship leader, when I'm, when I'm uh, worshiping, sometimes I get led by people in the congregation who are just selling out for yeah. for God and sets, just sets the atmosphere. It does. It fires me up. So you can almost lead your entire church from the con- which is a crazy concept. But yeah, imagine if you're just like going nuts and you're just worshiping and you're super into it. The people around you will see that and you'll lead. Um, and then, like I said on the last question, there's more practical ways to lead too. But leading in your home is also a big deal too. Yeah, um, for sure. Sometimes families. Uh, family systems can get kind of stressful and like tense because, you know, maybe mom and dad are working all the time and things are tight or they're just stressed out about money or uh, maybe your siblings are acting up or maybe you're the one acting up and, yeah, and things are just know. going crazy. But you can switch that all around by just acting um, differently and, and kind of displaying God's peace. And so that, that w- those would be some ways practically that you can lead. Yeah. Um, but if you guys have any more questions, if you come to Echo, then just come talk to a leader or me or um, Danielle. And if you go to a different youth group and you're listening to this, then find your youth pastor and talk to them how, how you can lead. For sure. How you can lead. I'm sure any of those people will be more than willing to help you guys with any questions and anything. If there's anything that you want to go, maybe something sparked your ear and you want to go a little deeper on it, feel free to reach out to anybody. Exactly. That's what we're here for, just to kind of spark the thought process too even if we can't answer the question right on the head right away. Mm -hmm. So going into number four, uh, now that you've, we've kind of broke down what a leader is, what the aspects are and characteristics and actions, what kind of a standard are leaders held to once you're in that position? Yeah. Uh, I think that's a good question. There's different people that hold you to different things, which is one thing to be, knowledgeable of like I think the most important one obviously is to like think about what God is thinking about how you're leading and how you're acting and what you're doing and that's kind of um portrayed well uh within these these scriptures where it's talking about being um you know above reproach of being trustworthy Mm -hmm. um I think in that in that other um, text in Second Timothy, it even talks about being like well known in the community, not in terms of like fame, but all, but known well, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, like the community generally knows you as a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, it talks about not being a drunkard, which is super practical. Like, yeah, just don't, don't drink. get drunk. Like, this is step one. Like for the youth in this, like you're gonna have temptation to go to these parties and and um, drink underage and all this kind of stuff and get drunk. All that kind of, and and that's just one of those things that. In, in the Bible, it just talks about not doing that. And so um, resist <laughs> the temptation and don't do that. And then um, there's a, there's also in, in that uh, in the same scripture, it talks about not being greedy and not um, loving money and not being your main goal, which is um, kind of counter, um, 
it's a kind of countercultural in in, yeah, for today's in to, age. yeah and today it's like it's all about the grind it's all about yeah how much money we can make it's all about making six figures so you can do this and and i think some a lot of those people that are talking about that stuff mean well because they're they just want life to be comfortable and like the, their families to be okay which i think is good and i'm not don't don't hear what i'm not saying like if god blesses you that's awesome and it's if, not a bad thing yeah necessarily it's how you react to it exactly but I, I was listening to a message i think it was i think it was mike todd i think it was the one ben that you sent me um, but at the beginning it was talking about the rich young ruler was that that one i believe Maybe? so okay so um but anyways something that i found um that was interesting was they were talking about how the rich young ruler wasn't known by anything other than the rich young ruler. Like in that yeah. scripture, they didn't say his name. They didn't say anything like that. Um, and then when, um, uh, oh, and I think they were talking about this last night at that conference. Yeah, they did to last too. night too. Jude Fuquay Jr. straight in my head right as he said it. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. So he was preaching about it too. Um, but um, anyways, they were, Basically, what what this is, uh, what I'm getting at is, Jesus asks him to asks him to sell everything he has, um, and give it to the poor, and then come follow him, and and he doesn't do it. And I think more so than Jesus just being like, "Hey, sell everything because you have a lot of stuff, and you shouldn't have a lot of stuff because being mm-hmm. rich is bad." Whatever. Yeah. I I think it's more so, and this is kind of what um, Jude was getting at last night was, I think it's more so the idea that you have to die to yourself in order to live for Christ and, and the rich young rulers identity was found in his possessions. possessions, Right. I think, I think even if the rich young ruler would have been rich, but his identity was found in Christ. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know if Jesus would ask him to do that. It's an interesting thought. Um, but, but I think that's kind of where, where it lies. Where's your, if you're going to be a leader, especially in the church, where is your identity found? Is it found in Christ or is it found in your car? Is it found in, in like the heat that you're wearing on your feet? Right. Or is it, is it found in, um, like getting clout? Is it found in money? Is it found, you know, whatever it might be. And you can be successful in whatever area of life that you're in. But if your identity is found in Christ, I think that's what God wants us to do. So for sure. I think that all those are super huge in today's kind of cultural aspect. Yeah. And so moving into the last one, which also kind of plays off that one. How do I keep myself in a position of accountability as a leader? Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, step one, I think is obviously to like pray, read your Bible and like to, um, person, like personal reflection is super important. Like looking at your own life and the things that you've done, um, not, not to dwell on your past or anything like that, but more so like in, in the moment, like let's say you get in an argument with somebody right five minutes afterwards, like sit down and like think to yourself, okay, what did I do? How could I do that better? And then there's scriptures like these, like the one in Titus and the one in second Timothy that you can just like literally scope your life to like, or, or yeah. scope's not the right word. Um, you can kind of match Mold up or, or kind of- yeah kind of like a stencil almost like yeah Yeah. you can put it over and see like where do i line up where do i fall short and obviously we're all going to fall fall short in certain moments um but you could be you could be striving for that and but practically accountability can be achieved by um just being open and vulnerable with like strong healthy christian people around you yeah whether that be pastors leaders um or strong healthy christian friends um that you just 
um, are honest with and think that, and that's the biggest thing I think about accountability. If you're not honest, it's not, there's no point. There's no it. point. <laughs> you're, you're right? If nothing. you're like, if they ask you like, Hey, are you getting back into this? And you're like, no, uh, no, I've been actually doing really good, but you haven't. And then your accountability source is just, it's, has died. Yeah, it right? hasn't done anything so get people that you trust. And obviously they're, they're going to be honest with you, but that's how I think you get held accountable. And that's another big thing. And, uh, I, I've been talking to this, uh, or talking, about this with our worship team and a little bit with our youth leadership team too. But, um, for like Danielle and I, as like leaders over those ministries, like sometimes we're going to, sometimes we're going to call things out, um, in people and ask them to and we'll call them to a higher standard. Yeah. And you just can't get offended by that. So if, if you're listening to this and you're on a team or, um, or whatever, and obviously there's healthy ways to do things. Um, but, um, if, if the person put in authority above you is, is kind of showing you something that you can work on then like, listen to it, don't get offended. Like they don't mean it's so hard feeling. <laughs> yeah. It's literally just trying to yeah, be they, there for you. They don't mean, uh, bad by you. They're just showing you like, Hey, you can get better at this. And so, um, it, it's not, it's, it's kind of like a coach concept too. Like your coach obviously doesn't want you to yeah. fail because of course you're, they're trying to you're win. His player. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they're, they're just saying like, Hey, you could do this a lot better. And if you yeah. do, then us as a whole team get a lot better. So, yeah. um, that's one thing I, I want, um, to make sure that we all know, especially in, in this kind of day and age is that, um, criticism isn't bad all the time. Yeah. For <laughs> uh, sure. A lot of times it's really good. And a lot of the times it stems from, they see the potential you have to do that. Exactly. So it's, it's stemming from a positive place. Yeah. And, and the, the tough thing is even if you're offended, um, being offended isn't like the, um, what am I trying to say? Uh, being offended isn't, um, like your, your indicator of someone doing something wrong, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Um, cause sometimes they do and you get offended or sometimes they're telling you what you need to hear and you, and you still get offended. So that's yeah. where self, like I said at the beginning, like reflecting on yourself is really, really important. Cause you could see been through that. Look yeah. back like, Oh, they right though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Looking back like, Oh no, they were totally right. Yeah. And I yelled at them. For sure. And then, and then, um, also remember that it's never too late to apologize, ask for forgiveness, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, there's been plenty of times with me working in the church and all this kind of stuff where, um, even if I thought, even if there was a slight chance where I thought I might've offended somebody or they might've misinterpreted what I was saying, I'll just call them up and be like, Hey, I don't know if you took it this way, but I didn't mean that in this. And usually yeah. they're like, Oh no, it's fine. But sometimes they're like, yeah, I was really hurt by that. And we're like, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, it was an accident. I yeah. Mean it. yeah. But I think it's more healthy to, to do that than to let like small tensions build up. The more then, it lingers, the worse it gets. Exactly. So, um, is that is that all we got for the questions? That is my last question. For Sweet. Um, so, yeah, that'll wrap up kind of our little Bible study time and um, talking. So if you have any questions about any of that, like we said, please feel free to um, to message us. And we'll, and we'll use discretion. If they're personal questions, we're not going to answer them on the podcast. We'll just yeah. answer them straight back to you. Um, but if it's a question that we can address in here, we'll do so. Um, and you can also indicate that and say like, Hey, yeah, if you don't want it on here, we won't yeah. put it on here. Just say like, Hey, don't talk about this on the podcast, but you know, whatever. So sweet with no further ado, here we go. I'm a little bummed. I lost last week <laughs> and that, that was rigged, but it's all right. Yeah. So I gotta in, redeem myself. in case you didn't see the polls, um, 
And if you want to interact with this last section, make sure to follow Echo Youth SEC. And then on Monday night, which is tonight, because that's when <laughs> this, this is, is coming pre- out. Pre-recorded. This is pre-recorded. <laughs> oh, you just found out. Um, anyways, um, but um, w- when the podcast comes out, um, they'll put out the poll on the story of the guys. You gotta help me out. <laughs> I've been <laughs> taking flack for this. <laughs> and la- last week, I. I came out on top, so which was expected because your boys' oh, team was right. nice. Oh, all right. So this week we're changing it up, and every week we're doing a different type of draft to just have fun and be competitive, and also um, just give you guys an opportunity to interact with us. Um, and so this week's draft, like Ben kind of mentioned earlier, we're doing oh, yeah. a animal battle royale, and about to get rowdy. <laughs> and so. <coughs> excuse me jeez man. um wow um and also remember this is uh hypothetical we're not actually yep. fighting any animals so please don't call what is it PETA? PETA <laughs> yeah don't call don't call this them this is all imagination <laughs> hey spongebob meme Heck your yeah, imagination. okay so basically uh the format uh, for you to use your imagination is imagine us being in like the coliseum Oh, or yeah. like some sort of stadium like that. And then uh, Ben and I are going to pick teams of five different animals. Mm-hmm. And you guys are going to decide which of our teams would win in the ultimate battle. In royal. a battle royale. <laughs> a battle to the rip death. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, and like we said, this is all hypothetical. We wouldn't actually ever do no, this. Never. Um, but it's just kind of fun. It's just for it, the jokes. It's like a... Like a good, a good old, good old movie type thing. Okay. Oh yeah. So, oh, we got to do rock paper scissors. All right. To decide who gets the first pick, um, and so, with no further ado, we're gonna go rock paper scissors shoot. shoot. All One right. time Fair only. Enough. One time. Uh, just to keep it short. Here we go. Ready? Rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Let's go. I got the first Brett overall pick. Rock. Brett takes it. Okay. So. This is different because last week I didn't get the first overall pick, and now I'm kind of concerned. Dude, um, I get nervous every time. I know. The I'm first not ready. Like, first overall <laughs> the first pick. one, you don't want to blow it. Um, okay. Also, we need a system to make sure that we have our... Different themes. Yeah. Here, so I'll start a note thing. Okay. Um, let's see. So, with my first pick... All right. I'm going to pick... Probably the strongest. The suspense is killing me. I know. The strongest warrior type, uh, fighter type animal. I don't know. I'm going to pick a tiger. Okay. With my first overall pick because they're pretty That's not bad at all. That's not bad. Didn't even have it on my list. What? But you should see this heater of a list I got. (laughs) But all right. I respect that. That's a really good one. Let's go. So tiger's off the board with me. Uh, like I said, the reason I pick it, they're the biggest cat out there. They um, are. They're nimble. Those suckers are quick. Yeah, they're quick. They uh, they're kind of sneaky, um, and I don't know. Seems like seems like a good pick for me. All right, not bad, not bad. Go ahead. I'll combat that with brute force on okay. number with the pick number two. I'm gonna throw it to something similar region. I'm gonna go with the rhino. The rhino. That's a good pick. I actually have that on my list. Those um, things are nasty. They're, they got a huge horn on there. They're super big. The one thing I was like thinking about thou- two thousand pounds. <laughs> the one thing I was thinking about that the the uh, listeners can kind of 
determine for themselves is how much of a um, offensive type animal it is. I mean, because it could ram into everything, but oh, yeah. like but this is this it's is not like shredding anything structure. up. It's not like you know what I mean. Yeah, well, this so, is the whole formation I got. But going. it's good. I get it. First pick. I don't know, but it's good. It's pretty good. Just trust me. Okay, so with my next pick, I am going to go um, with the pick. There, were, there was three picks I was kind of de- like wavering. All Four right. picks, actually, that I was kind of deciding what I wanted to do first. Oof. So I'm going to go um, with... Okay, hold on. Wait a second. <laughs> Question uh, right. for the producer. Do we... Does it? How specific does it have to be? So let me give you an example okay. of like um different animal types. So we're not we're not drafting water type animals, so I'll yeah. I'll say this. So land only. Okay, so let's say I said like a shark, would I have to give you the type of shark, like a great white or a tiger shark or Homie, that's in the water. I know, I know, that's what I'm saying. I'm not oh, picking example. a shark. Okay, that's okay, the okay, example okay, okay. so that I don't give anything away. Yeah, no, no. So would I have to be like that specific or is it just like a shark or I'm trying oh, Okay, I think it has to be kind of specific okay here's here's what i'm thinking we get this has to be exact name yeah we get specific with it but then nope that idea is stupid we're gonna go specific it's gonna be fine i'm picking a polar bear okay a polar bear yep all right. You, have you ever seen one of those like up oh, yeah. against anything they're else? Massive, they're huge. For one, they're, they're ginormous, and they'll they just want to kill this, and eat. This everything. is in a coliseum. That sucker's gonna be hot, boy. Okay, it's gonna well, overheat. No, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Okay, uh, it's air conditioned. Yeah, yeah. It's a new new. This is Cowboy Stadium. It's oh, fine. Okay, okay, for sure. For <laughs> we'll sure. turn the air down. Yes. <laughs> Everyone, rock that AC down. Polar bears gonna survive. Yeah, this will be held actually at the new stadium in Las Vegas for the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay, okay, <laughs> I'm just got kidding. You. No, but it's a good point. No, it's if a good it's outside, they're, it, they're it, massive. It totally could be. Okay, go for it. All right, so polar bear. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to the the cat type for some ultimate speed, and I'm gonna go with the cheetah. That's a good pick. That's on my list. Um, but speed is um, super helpful um, in the open field, but we're not in an open field, so. Yo, these good things luck. are <laughs> agile. I'll run up the wall and come on top of you. Okay, uh, so it'll be there quick. That's good. So you got a rhino and cheetah. I got a tiger and a polar bear. Yep. Um, this next pick I'm pretty excited about because this is just ultimate warrior. Um, I don't, I don't know if really you can beat this pick, but I'm picking a gorilla. Okay. So that's a really good one. I had that on my list. So I have, uh, opposable thumbs. I oh, have yeah, oppo- opposable toes. Grab something from the crowd and start wielding <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. This homie. They're massive, muscular. Yeah. Also, just to preface, this is a silverback gorilla. So okay. they're, they're, I was Pretty gonna big. I was gonna pick like the gorillas from like Tarzan, but those don't actually exist. Like you know yeah. the new Tarzan you've seen yeah. those? Those things are crazy. But so a gorilla, strong, uh, beat you up. And right. you know, I don't know, like they might be able to fire a machine gun because they have fingers and stuff. I don't <laughs> Maybe <know>. those, those <laughs> things are intelligent too. All right, I like that one. That one's a really good one. I had that on my list, but I got jacked. Should have picked that one sooner. All right. But you didn't, so You're what's right. your pick now? But it's not going to matter when I strangle it out with my giant python. Ooh, a python. Okay, I, I went back and forth between... Um, I, I went back and forth with like picking a python or an anaconda or anything like that. 
Um, so here's my argument against you. All right. All and right. so, and your arguments against me are going to have to get a little better because I'm just roasting you nowadays. Yeah, okay. It's so, um, the winner has, I just feel like it takes it. too long for a Python to, to, you want to get grabbed by a Python, <laughs> but exactly. But, it, but like, it's not like, it's not instantaneous. Exactly. It's not like, it's not like I'm going to trust a Python to take out three different animals at the same time. Yo, it's this just is, kind of a one-on-one. This sucker takes one, the rhino comes over and smashes But a polar it. bear might take all five of your animals and the other, um, no, all my other I animals disagree. don't have to do anything. Oh, disagree. But, you know, that's my argument against it, but I see why you picked it. I almost did. It's very scary. Snakes are icky. <laughs> it's a 10-4. Uh, oh, it's my pick. Okay. It is. Um, let's see. You already picked a rhino thought about picking that let's see Uh oh my list is getting smaller yeah i know um, some of the phones we had are the same i had to delete them oh let's see all right i'm gonna pick a similar type to the rhino but this one's gonna be better okay than your rhino okay fine <laughs> just throwing that out there i'm picking a hippo okay yeah i guess they are amphibious that could go on land as well yeah. Typically hide in the water. Have you seen how vicious those things actually are? I know, like, from a strictly stereotypical standpoint, this seems like a silly pick because hippos are fat and chubby. And No, nah, those things are tanks. But they're the, massive. Take some heat. Yeah. And they have those huge teeth, and they're actually super mean. So yeah. I'm pretty excited with, with my team so far. Go for your fourth pick, and then we're going to recap the picks and then finish it up. What's All your right. fourth pick? My fourth pick. Going from the cold region, because apparently we're in the Cowboys <laughs> Stadium with AAC, I'm going to take a snow leopard. Snow leopard, okay. I, I, have, I have two cats on my team, because those the suckers are going to be deadly. Snow leopard. I don't know too much about the snow leopard, but I'm hoping they're yeah, not you're that. done. Aren't they kind of smaller, though? Or no? Isn't it kind of just like a fluffy bobcat? <laughs> Why gotta make it sound so weak? I don't know. Homie. You picked Garfield. That's what you did. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I've had enough of this. <laughs> um, okay, so let's recap real quick because um, it's getting hot in the studio because your boy's roasting. Anyway, so oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so on my team, I have a tiger, trash. a polar bear, trash. gorilla, trash. and a hippo. That one's kind of dope. That one's trash. Which is kind of flames, and then. Ben's team has rhino, cheetah, python, and a snow leopard. That is epic. <laughs> Look know. at the buildup of that. <laughs> I don't know why I laughed when I said snow leopard, but it just <laughs> it just happened that way. Um, so with my my last pick, I this one's kind of an inside joke. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but I actually think it well, is a sneaky good pick. Okay. I'm, I'm going to pick a camel spider. No, dude. Yeah. No, dude. No, dude. <laughs> Miss me with that. So, uh, in case you didn't know, everybody, camel spiders are spiders that are ginormous, yeah. and they're found in like disgusting, like uh, Africa, Middle East, that those type of places. <sighs> um, yeah, they're super cringy. They're super big, um, and if they bite you, when they bite you, they numb the area that is bitten, that's so they terrifying. can start chomping away, and you wouldn't even notice They are it. terrifying, but I don't think that's going to have an effect on a rhino. you got to eat through a lot of meat to get okay, that Okay, yeah, sucker. yeah, exactly, but, like, it'll it'll definitely... I could see it definitely working on the cheetah. Nope. 
Uh, the python, oh, for but those, sure. Those spiders the do, python yeah, started the, the python. tail and just <laughs> eat the whole thing. <laughs> could that be a rip? <laughs> rip the python. And then the snow leopard. I feel like it could. It no, could work. too quick, homie. Okay, but at least at least no. the python. At least the python. Okay, yeah, the python. A nice one for one trade. It's one of those like the, I feel like the camel spider is kind of like a suicide bomber. <laughs> like, homie like, just what, runs in there. Yeah, it like up. What, one. Of, yeah, one of those cats is gonna be like. You know what? That thing's making me mad, and they're gonna go for it, and then the camel spider's gonna, you know, and they're both yeah. gonna die. But it's just right, it's a one, like, a one for one trade. Yeah, exactly. All right, unless <laughs> I can combat it from the sky. Okay, uh, your that, next pick. I almost picked it. This was my other. This was my other. All right, I'm gonna it. go with a falcon. Oh no! I yeah, don't. nope, falcon, dude. Those <laughs> things dive at like 200 miles per hour. That right. sucker is done. I was gonna. I was actually thinking about picking an eagle no, get, get, to get like the fly over no. thing. Have you seen how big eagles Falcons actually are? Falcons are huge, okay, homie. Not bigger than eagles. Not bigger than eagles. You're right. But they're massive and they go faster. And they're, what are they called? Their claws, their nails thing. Oh, yeah. They're giant. Their talons. Yeah, I was looking at this picture of like eagle talons and they're bigger than like bear claws. Like, oh, yeah. They're massive. They're ginormous. Yeah, they're crazy. So you should have picked the eagle, but you no, picked Falcon. Dude, this Falcon's <laughs> driving at your spider going 200 miles per hour. It's gone. That All right, all right, right. I almost picked eagle, but... I had to go for the meme with the camel spider because those are no, that, crazy. Those things are spooky. Um, okay, so everybody, make sure to um, go on the Echo Youth SCC uh, Instagram page. Scope the gram. And scope the, the story. Time. Give and, us some polls. And vote on this one. I think Please this one's going to be... Go to I know. This one's going to be a little closer than last one, I think, uh, because it's kind of it's kind of hard to tell. All these animals are... This is brutal, all hypothetical. Actually. Yeah, and it's all hypothetical. <laughs> this so it's is just, it just use basically your imagination. Yeah, basically this is really just leaving it up to your imagination. Whereas yeah, last much. last draft we did was like the movie series, which actually there was a right answer and I picked all of them. So okay, for this, sure. This one, this one is a little more um, uh, left to your own. Yeah, left <laughs> yeah. to your own choice. So let me recap the teams and then we'll get out of here. Um, so I picked a tiger, a polar bear, a gorilla, a hippo, and a camel spider. Yikes. And then Ben picked a rhino, cheetah, python, snow leopard, and a falcon. So make sure to go on the page, vote for who picked the best team. Me. I'm hoping to go 2-0. and nope. This would be great. Uh, start off my career... Um, <laughs> career drafting <laughs> my two career and drafting no. two and oh uh, once again guys if you have any questions concerns or just want to let us know what's up or just want to say hi um, you can uh, message me at BT Westerfield on Instagram Ben at Ben Wallace 89 on Instagram or our youth page at Echo Youth SCC on Instagram uh, with no further ado Ben say goodbye and peace I'll out later homies cue the outro